Just checking our audio waveforms. They are looking thick. Are you ready for some thick waves, Zach? Do you mean thick waves delivered to us via CGSW 90.9 FM in Calgary, Alberta on Treaty 7 land? I do. I'm ready for some thick waves. Welcome to Rave Dad's Diary, the show that explores the globalization of electronic dance music from the perspective of a rural Alberta boy turned raver. I'm your host and resident Rave Dad, Paul Brooks. Rave Dad's Diary broadcasts on CJSW 90.9 FM in Calgary at the University of Calgary campus and community radio station located on Treaty 7 land. I acknowledge the traditional territories of the people of the Treaty 7 region in southern Alberta, which includes the Blackfoot Confederacy, the Siksika, the Pagani, and Kaina First Nations, the Sutina First Nation, and the Stony Nakoda. The city of Calgary is also home to Métis Nation of Alberta, Region 3.
Welcome to Rave Dad's Diary, the show that explores the globalization of electronic dance music from the perspective of a rural Alberta boy turned raver. I'm your host and resident rave dad, Paul Brooks. Rave Dad's Diary broadcasts on CJSW 90.9 FM in Calgary at the University of Calgary campus and community radio station located on Treaty 7 land. I acknowledge the traditional territories of the people of the Treaty 7 region in southern Alberta, which includes the Blackfoot Confederacy, the Siksika, the Pagani, and Kaina First Nations, the Sutina First Nation, and the Stony Nakoda. The city of Calgary is also home to Métis Nation of Alberta, Region 3. Welcome to Rave Dad's Diary the show that explores the globalization of electronic dance music from the perspective of a rural Alberta boy turned raver. I'm your host and resident rave dad, Paul Brooks. Rave Dad's Diary broadcasts on CJSW 90.9 FM in Calgary at the University of Calgary campus and community radio station located on Treaty 7 land. I acknowledge the traditional territories of the people of the Treaty 7 region in southern Alberta, which includes the Blackfoot Confederacy, the Siksika, the Pagani, and Kaina First Nations, the Sutina First Nation, and the Stony Nakoda. The city of Calgary is also home to Métis Nation of Alberta, Region 3. Welcome to Episode 20 of Rave Dad's Diary. Today, I chat with Berlin-based producer, sound designer, educator, and artist, Noah Pred. Noah is releasing collaborations on his new label called Timeshare, and the proceeds from each release supports a unique charity. Distant Neighbors is the title of the latest release on Timeshare, and it features collaborations with Canadian underground dance legend, The Mole. To start off the show... Here is Noah Pred and The Mole with the title track, Distant Neighbors. We'll be right back. 
Noah, you're you're Canadian based in Berlin, Germany, and we're chatting April 16th, 2021. What's the vibe in your city right now? Uh, to be perfectly honest with you, Paul, not great uh, for a couple reasons. I mean, setting aside the fact that the culture of this city is largely based around nightlife, which has not been an option for the last year plus. But two things uh, just occurred. Well, yeah. So yesterday there was a decision on this rent cap and the Berlin local authorities decided that uh, all the rental companies had to reduce the rent they were charging tenants by a certain amount a few months ago. And then the tenants were advised that that may or may not be deemed federally constitutional and to stash the difference, um, which not everyone did, especially seeing as how it's a pandemic and people are pinching pennies at the moment. And so just yesterday, the uh, federal ruling came down from like Germany's equivalent of the Supreme Court that it was indeed not constitutional. There's a very strong protest culture in Berlin. People are ready to take to the streets at a moment's notice here. And I live on a pretty major street on which pretty much any given Friday, the street will be f uh, hosting some sort of protest, marching down and, and uh, holding up traffic. Yesterday was the largest one I've seen in quite some time with all kinds of Berliners coming out in protest of the federal court ruling. So the street was full, traffic was backed up for blocks and blocks, and uh, there were some sound systems going and people chanting and uh, lingering about and drinking on the street a little more than usual, especially during the pandemic, although outside of the pandemic, that's quite normal. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was a bit of a scene. People are up in arms, you know? That is, yeah, that's really tough. I mean, what does that mean for you and and your peers who have studios and and flats um, in in Berlin? Uh, like, what are the implications of that for you immediately? Uh, it remains to be seen. For the bulk of people, I've been able to continue working through the pandemic, so I, I imagine knocking on wood that um, this shouldn't be too much of a hiccup for me. But that's not the case for everyone and um you know it's going to be down to the companies the uh property management companies to decide how they want to play this some are going to demand full back payment um others will decide hey actually it's cool you just have to go back to the normal rent now cuz they might not want the pr backlash that might ensue mm demand the back payment so it might be on a on a per property management company basis i don't know exactly how it's going to play out there may be appeals i don't know but everything's kind of up in the air and it's just a whole layer of additional stress that nobody really needs right now with everything else going on no doubt well you're a creative person and one thing that has not stopped during the the pandemic is is you know creative people finding ways to to create and find new outlets and you have a new label called timeshare 
Tell me about what Timeshare is all about. Yeah, so I ran a label called Thoughtless Music for seven years. We mm-hmm. did 100 releases, uh, focused primarily on Canadian artists. And um, at a certain point, uh, I just realized I needed to focus on some other things in my life. And 100 seemed like a good number to hit the pause button for a bit. Uh, at least for a year. And then a year after that, I was really just, you know, had no appetite to return to label management. Um, it didn't really appeal to me. But uh, during that interval between then and now, so that was back in 2014, Thoughtless stopped. Um, I had the pleasure to collaborate with some really talented friends of mine. Um, and these tracks just kind of started filling up the hard drive. And some of them got shopped around and actually some quite uh, well-known labels were interested in some of the tracks and had basically signed off on them. And then as often happens in this industry, one thing or another fell through. And uh, at the end of the day, I just had all these tracks still on my hard drive, um, helping nobody being heard by nobody. And once the pandemic hit, it really brought into stark, focus the need to um help each other and so i got the idea to take this time that i shared with my friends to make these tunes um to try and share the result of that with other people by creating a label uh from which the proceeds would be shared with a different charitable organization uh, chosen by myself and the collaborator for each release. And so uh, everybody was on board. And so the first release was from myself and the very talented Dean Grenier. And uh, we worked with... We worked with a group here in Berlin called Berlin Collective Action. And they're looking out for, you know, the most vulnerable people hit by the pandemic, people that, you know, migrants, refugees, people um, in the gay nightlife underground community who might not have access to to some of the support frameworks that others have the benefit of. And uh, the second release that just came out Last month uh, was with another Canadian artist, The Mole. Um, and that one is going to support an incredible organization in British Columbia called RAVEN, which is an acronym for Respecting Aboriginal Values and Environmental Needs. And they're an incredible organization, yeah, doing a lot of important environmental work in partnership with Indigenous nations. You're listening to Rave Dad's Diary. My name is Paul Brooks, and I'm speaking with Noah Pred. You have started a new label called Timeshare, and all of the proceeds from the label go to charitable organizations. You said that it's about helping other people and helping fellow humans. Uh, where does that part of part of you come from? Where did you get those uh, values from? Well, I mean, on the one hand, it just uh, it's how I was raised, I suppose. And it just seems self-evident to me that um, we live in a world 
of relations. We're all we're all connected, man. No, <laughs> real. Um, you know, like I don't know if you have read uh, Carlo Rovelli. He's an incredible physicist who's written three books recently on the emerging um, results of studies in quantum uh, quantum mechanics, quantum gravity, they call it. And when you get down to the most fundamental base layer of reality that we can detect, everything is f- fundamentally relational. Nothing exists outside of relationship to other things. There are, there are no independent, uh, particles. And so, um, I think we live in a society that like has some kind of awareness. We look at certain aspects of society in a relational sense, but we also want to believe that there's uh, granularity there that's irreducible. Um, and you know, I'm not saying that uh, there's no place for sovereignty or or independence, but at the end of the day, we're all connected to each other, and our our actions have an impact on others, um, often in ways that uh, are not immediately evident to us. And so, I often, you know, I've developed a bit of a meditation practice over the recent years. And, uh, it's, it's easy to me or just intuitive. I just kind of often, um, am confronted with this notion of all of us human individuals as nodes in a network and as a node in that network, visualizing myself as a node in that network, I want to, um, emanate as much positivity as I can and and help strengthen the network as much as I can. Um, and I think the notion of trying to disconnect yourself from that network um, is ultimately doing harm to yourself or weakening yourself in a way. I've gone off on a philosophical tangent here, I realize, but... Uh, Ultimately, you know, the music, right? It was just sitting there on the hard drive. And I thought maybe, maybe this could be put to work in some way that will help that network of relations in which we are all inextricably enmeshed. I love it. Let's listen to a track from the Distant Neighbors EP, which came out uh, in April here on Timeshare, uh, featuring, it's an EP featuring your friend, The Mole. Uh, Set up a track for us. Yeah, let's start with uh, the the first track on the EP, Portal Gun, which um, Colin brought. Colin the Mole, he brought his. Uh, he has like a he has a bigger Euro rack system at his studio, but he also has like a little suitcase system which he brought over. And so, like the super gnarly, weird, trippy background synths, those are all coming from his little Portal Gun of a modular suitcase um but oh and yeah there's some kids there's a sample of some children at some point kind of having fun and that was colin had the idea to dangle dangle our microphone out the window um there are some kids having 
fun playing around in the courtyard uh, between the buildings here. Like all the apartment blocks in Berlin, they have what's called a Hof. It's like a courtyard in in between all the buildings, kind of off the street. Kids often play there. And so that's what that sample is.
We just heard the track Portal Gun from the Distant Neighbors EP, which came out April 2nd, 2021 on Noah Pred's new label called Timeshare. The tracks on this EP are collaborations with a close friend. Can you tell me your friendship with the mole? What's that like? How often do you try and hang out and chat and collaborate? Yeah, it's funny. I have known Colin since... My earliest rave days, dating back to bush parties in the uh, wild rainforest of British Columbia, where you would have to drive 30 clicks down a logging road to where uh, uh, incredible sound system had been set up in the middle of the wilderness, um, often on riverbanks for some reason. Um, 
incredible parties, formative parties. And then, um, so yeah, I've known him since back then, played at some of those parties with him, ancient legendary times really. Um, and then we're neighbors in Montreal. Um, you know, there was a time in the early two thousands before Berlin had totally become the Mecca of techno and house that it comfortably has become today where Montreal was kind of inhabiting a bit of that sort of reputational, um, where it had a bit of that reputation and pretty much all the Canadian producers were moving there, living there Mm -hmm. for three years before relocating to Toronto. And so we kind of became, uh, much closer in Montreal and then both ended up here in Berlin. And, um, nowadays he's a family man, you know, so he's quite busy, uh, raising his, uh, his kids and, um, with the lockdown and everything, there haven't been as many opportunities to hang, uh, and certainly not to make music. We keep in touch. We talk regularly and, um, yeah, that's kind of where the name for the EP, the distant neighbors comes from. Cause we've, covered a lot of distance We're still neighbors tell me about your your studio in in berlin what's uh what's the setup like what's the vibe um well to be honest it's in my flat and um you know i've got a selection of analog uh gear that i like to work with but it's mostly driven by ableton live and so it's uh I try to play the digital off the analog um, and I'm not a purist either way. Um, but, you know, I'm a, I'm an Ableton live certified trainer. And so I'm quite comfortable and proficient with that software and the capabilities it affords. Um, so I do use a lot of that to drive the performance of the analog synthesizers that I love the sound of and the tactile nature of. So there's some interplay there. That's a lot of fun to work with, especially with the max for live uh, devices I've been developing for my sound design company, manifest audio. Cool. Tell me, tell me about manifest audio. Yeah. So, um, Another old friend that I knew from uh, rave times prior to Berlin, Tim Xavier, a uh, very talented techno producer and mastering engineer. Not long after I moved here, we sort of hatched a plan to start a sound design company um, selling sample packs, which we which we still sell. But uh, I also had the idea to develop these sort of toolkits that we sell, which are... Ableton Live racks that I've constructed and designed myself. But a few years ago, I got really hooked on developing in Max uh, for Ableton Live. And we just released my first Max for Live device a couple weeks ago. And that's super exciting. Uh, It's called Subtraction Engine. And so it's a tool to basically gate MIDI notes out of a sequence. performatively or using randomization and uh 
if you are a producer, that might mean something to you. If you're not a producer, that might just sound like total nonsense. But uh, I'm really excited for some of the tools that I'll be releasing very soon. Much of them in a similar vein in terms of uh, creatively generating and manipulating MIDI. So working more on creating interesting musical ideas more than um the sound itself so they can work with any instrument the producer will choose what instrument they want to use with it but um yeah so i'll be releasing more of those over the coming months and it's yet another project i'm thankful to have keeping me busy during this lockdown we're going into here so was was manifest audio something that you were doing heavily uh, you know, pre-2020, or is it something that kind of accelerated uh, under the pandemic restrictions? Yeah, no, I think we launched it officially in 2017, if I'm not mistaken. And But this is the first time I've released any of the Mac stuff. I've been working on the Mac devices for a while, maybe overly perfecting them. We shall see. But um, But yeah, no, it's definitely ramped up with the downtime. You're listening to Rave Dad's Diary, and my guest is Noah Pred. Uh, your first release on your new label, Timeshare, was called Iterations, and it came out last month in March 2021 and featured collaborations with Grenier. Uh, how long have you known that delightful human being? Uh, Dean, uh, I met when he moved to Berlin. We had some mutual friends very, very dear mutual friends um, that sort of connected us. And unsurprisingly, we hit it off right away and uh, have remained fast friends since then. And um, lamentably haven't had much time to work in the studio since those tracks were produced initially. Um, but it was really a fluid experience working with him in the studio. Everything went super smooth you know, that's the funny thing about collaboration. You have to just try it out with people and certain people it clicks, other people it doesn't. You can't necessarily force it. But uh, we had a good flow in the studio together. And the name of the EP iterations comes from one of the devices I was just spot, uh, I was just speaking of from Manifest Audio. Um, there's a step sequencer I'll soon be releasing under the name Pattern Engine. Hmm. Original name was Iteration Engine, and we were using that uh, as the, um, yeah, to formulate some of the primary sequences in both tracks, uh, along with another device, a Pulse Engine, I'll be releasing as well to do some of the sort of ornamental embellishments on the second cut, which is called Interrelate, which isn't that funny? Ties back to our discussion of nodes in a network and uh, relying on one another, doesn't it?
You're listening to Rave Dad's Diary on 90.9 FM CJSW. My name is Paul Brooks, and my guest is Noah Pred, and we're talking about his new label, Timeshare, and we just heard a track by uh, Noah and Grenier called Interrelate. Noah, the label releases on Bandcamp Friday each month. Uh, Are you going to try and release each month for the foreseeable future? Well, I've got three more lined up. The next one is uh, with myself and Kenneth Scott, uh, who uh, the two of us actually released a collab already together on Biologic Records, um, a record called Polyglob, which I think you might enjoy. Um, It's kind of uh, analog, washed out, psychedelic analog house music, um, heavy on the moog, uh, if you're into that sort of thing. But the three cuts we have lined up for our timeshare EP are um, pretty forward-facing electro material. Um, And then following that, uh, we have a release lined up with myself and Lando, who's released on Hot Flush and uh, what's the uh, Jimmy Edgar and what's his name? Ultra Magic. Yes, thank you. So he's released on Hot Flush and Ultra Magic. We have three sort of groove-laden, acidic techno jams um, that we collaborated on together. So that would be the fourth release. And then for the fifth release, it's going to be a compilation of sorts. Um, And then that's as far as what I have lined up with the collabs. Um, I'll have to do more collabs after that. Hopefully uh, the vaccines will be flowing freely in Berlin by then and I'll be able to get back into the studio with some friends. I know that off the top we, we talked about some of the things currently going on in, in Berlin and uh, things look a little bleak at this exact moment in time. But if you do, uh, you know, look in your crystal ball and look to the future, uh, how, how are you feeling about nightlife and arts and culture in general uh, bouncing back? It's been really interesting, hasn't it? I think on the one hand, a lot of the flaws in the sort of unquestioned uh, dance music industry, such as it is, were exposed to some degree, at least in the social, at least in the social media circles that I'm plugged into. On the other hand, um, it's also, you know, underscored the value of, you know, being in a social environment, dancing the night away, like these things that we took for granted, um, you know, the lack of them now is really glaring and um, has maybe renewed a sense of their value for some of us. So I see the response going in two ways. Once the city is vaccinated, once venues are back open, it's going to be outrageous vibes. Like, uh, you know, I think as for myself, I don't see myself going back to, um, you know, going out every weekend as I had kind of not really been doing in the last few years anyway, but when I was younger, for sure. Um, But the first few months, I think a lot of people from all demographics are just going to be going wild, to be honest. That's what I'm expecting. So, um, but we'll, we'll see. That's, 
That's my attempt at a crystal ball. Well, let's uh, hope that you're right and that it's a good and safe and strong return to nightlife. Noah, how can people get in touch with you online and and, uh, see what you're up to, hear your music? Probably the easiest thing is to go to my website, which is just my name, noahpred.com. It's a hub for, you know, all my social media links are up there and uh, you can pick your poison and uh, zoom off to whichever platform suits you best. Let's finish on a future-facing track. You you sent over the next EP that's coming out in, in May on your new label. Uh, what are we going to listen to? Yeah, let's try the first cut. Uh, I believe, is it PSR133 um, from Kenneth and I? So, yeah, Kenneth Scott, talented uh, house and techno and electro producer. He's released on uh, Souvenir and Vacant and just released a collaboration um, on Circus Company with Dave Aju and Alain Bialo. And uh, so these cuts are, um, yeah, three electro jams we worked on together. And you might notice in the track titles, uh, there's the first track is 133. The next track is 134. The one following that is 135. So we started making tracks with the insane idea to go up by one BPM for each track we produce. So hopefully when the pandemic's over, we'll resume with 136 and keep counting up from there. Noah, thank you so much for speaking with me today. It's been my pleasure, Paul.
Episode 20 of Rave Dad's Diary is coming to a close. Rave Dad's Diary is written, produced, and hosted by me, Paul Brooks. The show is produced on Treaty 7 land at CJSW 90.9 FM in Calgary, Alberta. Season 1 theme music is Orchestral Lab by Guido, released on Punch Drunk Records. The Rave Dad's Diary logo is by Homesick. Follow the show on Instagram at Rave Dad's Diary. And don't forget, you can listen on demand on Apple Podcasts or at CJSW.com whenever you like. Stay safe, and I'll see you next week. This is Philip Glass, and you are listening to CJSW 90.9.
CGSW 90.9 FM. You are listening to the current program here, which is Ears Wide Shut. I'm hopping on the mic a little preemptively as uh, my computer uh, 